Look, just a heads up, this episode of The Sound Age will be uploaded twice. And there's a reason. The first upload, it will be available on all podcast platforms and it'll be incredibly short. And the second version will be uploaded exclusively to Spotify. And the reason I'm doing this ties in with today's topic. Today, I'll be talking about a not so recent update to Spotify, which has sort of flown under the radar, but it has the potential to drastically change how we listen to music. Spotify is about to become radio. You're listening to The Sound Age. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing and expecting a different result. The Sound Age. I'm not going to spend any time today talking about the good and bad of streaming. If you're a Spotify hater and you think it's the worst thing in the world, go listen to episode 6 where I explain the reality of music in 2021. You're not going to like it, but it's the truth. And if you're not on the Spotify train yet, you're about to be left behind because Spotify has made an advancement that really should kill the radio star. Remember when they used to say video killed the radio star? They, they thought MTV was going to end radio. Yeah, that was a flop because of, of course it didn't. Of course it never stood a chance. Radio was in every car. You couldn't exactly watch TV while you're at work. MTV was sit-down entertainment. You watched MTV while eating microwave meals at uni, or at least I did. And radio was nothing like that. See, radio is distraction entertainment while you go about your day. You put on radio while you drive, you hear it at the local bakery, or you listen while you're at work. Radio was never going to be destroyed by video clips. YouTube killed MTV. Well, MTV killed MTV, but that's a whole different podcast. See, downloading and streaming killed CD sales, and yet radio not only survived, it's hardly lost any ground. And that's because radio had no like-for-like competition to replace it. Podcasts were the closest thing to competing with radio, but podcasts had one major Achilles heel. Podcasts had no music. See, in order to play music in a podcast, you needed to go through a ton of effort to get written approval from labels or copyright owners. If you were a beginner podcaster with only a handful of listeners, then first, playing music was just not worth the effort. And second, if you did go to all the effort, there's a very real chance that the label would ignore you, so it ends up being for nothing. For a long time, podcasts have sort of existed in their own sort of little market away from radio. Interviews, stories, conspiracy theories, opinion pieces like this one. But now everything is changing. A few months back, Spotify bought Anchor, a podcast distribution app. It allows you to add songs off Spotify onto podcasts, something no other platform at the moment allows you to do. And I'll get into why this is such a big advancement soon, but for some reason, this has sort of flown under the radar up until now. I actually spoke to a digital PR team about it a few weeks ago and they'd never even heard of it, which is incredible. So let me give you an example of how this works. If you're listening to the podcast on Spotify, you will now hear the 1980s hit, Video Killed the Radio Star by The Buggles. But if you're on any other podcast platform or if you've clicked on the wrong version on Spotify, then due to copyright laws, you will instead hear me doing a rendition 
of Video Killed the Radio Star. Making sure that it's so different and bad that labels would never even dare flag it for music theft. So ladies and gentlemen, here is Video Killed the Radio Star. Performed by either the Buggles or me. On the Sound Age. I heard you on the wellness back in 52 Lying awake and tired of tuning into you If I was young it didn't stop you coming through whoa, whoa. They took the credit card and said On the surface, that didn't seem like that big of a deal. It wasn't that exciting. If you were listening on the free version of Spotify, you only got 30 seconds of the song. If you were listening on premium, yes, you got the full song, but surely that doesn't change this podcast that much, does it? Well, yeah, this is a nerdy music tech podcast hosted by a guy who obviously likes the sound of his own voice so much that he asks all his friends to listen to him rant for 15 minutes every week about topics that very few people actually care about. But this makes a whole new style of podcast available. See, Spotify can now mimic radio shows. No longer will you be forced to listen to that D-list washed up celebrity try and give away tickets to an undersold concert by playing What's That Sound on the radio. No longer will you have to listen to your racist auntie call in and talk about those suspicious looking minorities in the area. Uh, No, because this has the potential to make radio on demand. Your favourite radio host playing your favourite style of music whenever it suits you best. Think of it like movies. The TV network used to tell you what to watch on a Sunday night on TV. And then Netflix and HBO came along and said, you watch what you think is good. Spotify is essentially doing that with radio. The quality will improve and no longer will we be forced to listen to radio filler. And all of this is great for the listener, the music fan. But there's one huge part of this advancement that benefits bands and labels and the entire music industry. See, by you listening to the Spotify version of this episode of The Sound Age, the Buggles received one extra play on their Spotify. And you're probably saying, so what? That doesn't mean anything. It's just a number. Nah, it's not just a number. I spoke in episode six about the worth of Spotify stats. But let me recap. First, labels and promoters use Spotify to value a band's worth. If you don't have a good Spotify game, you have no game at all. If you boycott Spotify, you're devaluing your band. That's just the truth. 
But more importantly than that, lots of plays on Spotify mean more chance for Spotify playlists. In terms of actual listenership and converting people into fans of your band, playlists on Spotify are essentially as valuable as real-life radio airplay. Complete strangers find your music through playlists. I can't count the amount of music I've discovered through playlists. The more playlists a band is on, the more chance for more playlists. And then the holy grail, Spotify editorial playlists. These are the equivalent of getting added to a major commercial radio station in 2021. And before anyone talks about the tiny fraction of a cent that Spotify pays the artist per stream, you would be interested to know that it is on par with how much radio pays the artist in royalties per listener. A radio station with 100 listeners is about the same royalties as a Spotify playlist getting you 100 streams. See, no one can doubt the benefits of Spotify. So you see, getting back to this podcast, if 500 people listen to The Sound Age this week, the Buggles get 500 more streams just from this one episode. There are big podcasts out there with 1 million listeners. If those podcasts play your song just once, then overnight your song has 1 million streams. Or, to give it a monetary value, about $4,000 in royalties to the artist for one podcast. We can take it further. Imagine a new style of music podcast that reviews whole albums. Instead of just talking about each song, you now hear the songs as part of the review. Let's say this album has 10 tracks. If the podcast gets 1,000 listeners, a very realistic figure, then the band gets 10,000 streams added to their stats, which will then trigger the algorithms to add this band to more daily mix playlists, and it just snowballs from there. This is a new use for a current tool that every musician already has. So now we get to the prediction part of this podcast. How are we going to use this? At some point, podcasts with music will be treated just like music. If you're listening to Spotify on a free account, you will receive ads. This will ensure that they make an income. And importantly, it will also remove the current 30-second restriction if you're listening from that free account. This is when radio stations will have to adapt. Every show on radio must be available on podcast with the music playing in between. And there will be less importance on drive time and morning ratings. Every radio show will be available at all times, so every show must be drive time quality. In the meantime though, small time radio shows should really consider using this tool now. If you're on a small time local radio station, maybe a dozen listeners tune in. You spend hours putting a show together and after it's finished, well, that's it. It's gone. And yeah, okay, it's, it's good practice. But by recording your show and uploading it to Spotify, your radio shows last forever. People don't have to tune in at midnight on a Monday to hear you play your favourite obscure records anymore. They can listen on their lunch break. I can imagine as music style podcasts grow in popularity, the company or individual that owns the podcast will start charging artists and labels just to feature their songs. Now, this sounds bad, but it's not. This already happens with playlists on Spotify. You want a spot at the top of a prominent playlist for three weeks, it's going to cost you whatever the creator charges. For a better example, you want your tour poster in a magazine, you pay that magazine for that publicity. 
If I have 100,000 weekly listeners on my big music podcast, if I review a whole album, 10 tracks, the artist gets 1 million streams, again, $4,000 in royalties, and potentially tens of thousands of new fans, why shouldn't I sell this? This will become a legitimate form of advertising, a new arm for PR teams and labels to promote with. In the distant future, radio will be reduced to news, weather and traffic reports, old people's entertainment. Even then, at some point, the news will become a podcast. See, unlike some of the other episodes of The Sound Age, where you need to fundamentally change your idea of music, or something radical like in episode 2 where I talk about letting Elon Musk literally log into our brains, for this new feature to be a success, all we need to do is start using it. So I'm calling out to music fans and bands If you have an idea for a radio show, or if you're a reviewer of albums or festivals or anything, before you start a blog with a weekly viewership of five people, or you get yourself a one-hour slot on 88.6 Plenty Valley FM, think about how you could make that a podcast. That gives both you a way to express your love for music, and it also helps bands improve their Spotify game. So enough talking about how this works. I think it's time we put it into action, shall we? It's time for me to put on my radio voice. All right. Unique New York. Unique New York. La 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 la. La la la. Here we go. Starting in three, two, one. (coughs) Yeah, a bit awkward. You're, um, You're listening to the wrong version. Go to Spotify now and hear the rest of this episode. You're welcome.